always have an issue. What you finna do? What you finna do? What you what you finna do? What you finna do? Hey guys, it's Natasha. I'm back with another podcast. And this is a makeup week because last week was a holiday. It was great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody ate their hearts out and their favorite food and everything. So this week we're kind of playing catch up and there's lots to discuss. The foolishness has been hitting the fan, as you all know. So I brought on a few people (laughs) to help me discuss the foolishness that has been going down in the celebrity world, honey. From Kanye to to Mariah to RG3 to everybody and their grandma just acting up. We have to talk about it. People act up during the holidays, don't they? Like, they just do the most. I think people be brand new. They yeah. People do be brand new during the holidays. Um, people are, like, bored. So they're like, let me just act stupid and do stupid stuff. And blame it on the liquor. Blame it on alcohol. I know a few people that's probably blaming it on the liquor <laughs> right now. So first up. We need to talk about Kanye West. So let me let me brief everybody on what's going down. Last time we chatted with y'all, none of this had happened yet. So I feel like everything popped off like a few days after our, our last podcast. But basically, Kanye went in on stage about everything. He started popping off about Jay-Z. He started popping off about Beyonce and started popping off about loving Trump and being team Trump and things like that. He was in California talking about these things to his own audience. People were like, what's going on with Kanye? He's doing the most. He sounds crazier than usual. He actually ended up dropping the mic after two and a half songs, not three, two and a half songs, dropped the mic and walked off stage. People were pissed, demanding refunds left and right. We kind of figure right then that maybe something has gone wrong. You know, maybe he's had a nervous breakdown. So, About a day or so after this whole foolishness happened in Sacramento, California, uh, Ticketmaster says, you know, everybody's going to get a refund and basically saying that we're sorry for what happened. And they did. They issued refunds. They apologized. Literally a day after that, we hear that Kanye has been admitted to the hospital. Why has Kanye been admitted to the hospital? Just like what we've all been saying for a year or two or three now. He had a nervous breakdown. That's what we've come to find out. So it's been a little less than a week that he's been inside the hospital. And during this whole five, six days, a lot of things have come to light. So he was admitted to the hospital after a 911 call was placed to to the California police saying, well, actually the California Fire Department. And come to find out, it was actually, we thought it was his trainer that placed the call. It was actually his personal doctor that placed the call and said, you know, Kanye's acting erratically. We need help here. The fire department came out and basically took him in probably against his will. They put him on a 5150 hold, um, which means taking you again when you're not going in voluntarily to take you for a psychological evaluation and something has gone awry and they don't trust that you're going to be a safe person, whether it's you might do something to yourself or to someone else. They don't trust leaving you where you're at. So they took him in, admitted him to UCLA Hospital, and that's that's kind of where we are at at this moment. Um, as of this afternoon, he was released. But over the last five or so days, 
a lot of things have come to light. Like we learned that him and Kim are not in the best place. His wife, Kim. We learned, um, you know, he's been going through a lot of things. I mean, we could all see it. For I don't, I don't know who didn't see this, but he's really been going through a lot. They said it was exhaustion at first. Now we're learning it was probably a lot more than exhaustion. His mother, the anniversary of his mother's death was also this month. I'm sure that played some type of that played that played a little bit into this. Um, he's been working overtime. He's been doing his fashion line. He's been doing music. He's been not sleeping. He he has to deal with his wife's robbery that happened in Paris recently. He feels some kind of way that he wasn't there, you know, so he's been having nightmares and it's a lot of things all culminated into one. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, so, I mean, the, the, the whole thing with him going off on Jay-Z and Beyonce, he basically, in concert, he basically said, Jay-Z, you ain't called me. And this is the second time he done said Jay-Z didn't call him. <laughs> like, Jay, please just call this man so he can please get over that portion of this foolishness. I think that it was just like a cry for help. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like this is really real. He was mad about Beyonce using her politics, something that he did the year before, by the way, using politics to get an award from the MTV Awards. Apparently, she said she wouldn't perform unless she was given an award. Right. And so she ended up performing for like 20 minutes at the MTV Awards that year. And he said, I'm tired of people playing politics and using force to get these awards. People that need awards aren't getting awards and they deserve awards. But Kanye, you did the same thing. You said you weren't going to go to the Grammys unless you got an award. Same thing. So I personally don't think he really is pissed off at JMB. I feel like it's almost a cry for help. You know what I always felt like? I always said this about Kanye as long as I've been following Kanye. Kanye is our common day Marvin Gaye. No, Marvin Gaye had a lot of personal issues going on with him. I'm actually reading a book that his mm-hmm. that his ex wife um, wrote about him. But I, I don't know. I just, I just feel I feel like it's a cry out for help. Mm-hmm. And I think for years I, I felt like Kanye has always had some type of issue. I mean, he's just think about it. He's going through a lot um, in his personal life, and and I think even now being married to Kim, his wife. Um, I feel like he, he feels like there's some pressure to to, 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 to be and look and, and act a certain way to keep But good. what is this way? Because I don't I, I think you know what, and I try to have empathy and sympathy when people go through psychological breakdowns because that's very real. Mental illness is very real, especially in our community. Um and I appreciate the fact that he recognized what it was. Maybe he didn't. You know, maybe the people around him did. But I recognize that he actually took the time. He was supposed to be in for three days. Mm-hmm. He actually ended up staying there for five or six. I appreciate that he took the time to figure out what was wrong. Whether it was against his will or not, it still happened. At the same time, I don't want to say that your life is easy. I don't want to say that you really don't have anything to be so concerned about. I think that a death of a parent is probably that is what I understand the most. Yeah. Everything else involved here. Uh, do we do we feel like a lot of it is self-imposed? Do we feel like a lot of it he brought on himself? Yeah, you know, like he's he's over here making 2000 songs for people. He's ranting and raving about what he likes and what he does. Always trying to convince people to believe him. Always trying to convince people to be on his team and to understand him. A lot of this stuff is just like, so what, bro? Like, you don't have to do all this. I think I, think, I honestly think it comes all down to the mental side of it. And, and I, I hate to go back to that book again. If you ever get a chance, 
read the book, the After the Dance, um, Marvin Gaye's ex-wife. And and these are signs that Marvin Gaye actually went through. Like he went through of talking about how he feels like there's a devil in every single person and that we allow the devil to control us, to act on her. And I, I honestly all think it's a huge mental illness that he's going through. And I personally say I, that, 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 like I'm praying for him. Like it's, I think right. it's kind of crazy. I think it's something real. I don't think it's, he's putting on the show anything. Um, I think people just have to understand that he actually has that mental illness that we don't talk about in the African American community, especially with males. Well, I know that we've been saying on thelobbyf.com for a few years now. There's clearly <laughs> a mental situation here, right. and not even trying to be funny about it. I just think that it's it showed its it, it it showed its ugly side whenever there were times where i felt like kanye degraded black women at the expense of his own wife um and i felt like and a lot of people tried to say oh you know it's just kanye but i'm like you know what at some point this becomes dangerous yeah. you know like he's creating a certain narrative that mainstream and that white people are listening to and there's been a lot of things that he said that were very disrespectful to black women and they're going to believe right and so it's like either we have a mental illness here or we don't mm -hmm. we have to pick one here and if we do then we need to chalk it up to that but if not then it's like i have a problem with you disrespecting black women and that's been my problem with kanye on this site and i think a lot of people think i just hate him for no reason first of all i've been a kanye fan since the day he came out i have every every cd not itunes every cd of his okay <laughs> you know from college dropout to now like i love kanye and i'm i was born and raised in chicago i you know i've been hearing about kanye for 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 years I've been a fan, most black women, you know, most of his fan base, not most, a lot of his fan base were black, was black women. Like we love some Kanye. That was one of the only rappers that I would like listen to from start to start to end. It was, it was, and I was actually someone that, that, that you could sit down and listen to with your parents. Like, yeah. he wasn't person and, He's talking about real yeah. things that yeah. I, I felt like he respected black women. He held them to a certain standard, especially his mother and I understood everything he said. I felt it. And then I don't know when this change happened. It actually started to happen before Kim even came into the picture. But when when that marriage happened, it was all downhill from there. Do, do you think possibly that, I mean, his rant against black women, um, is there something that could, that could have happened personally in his life to where, I mean, he, he lost his mom. He did. I feel like he did. If, correct me if I'm wrong. His grandmother. I have to look that up. I, I feel like I feel like she passed. I away do remember something like that. Well. So maybe the women that he actually had in his life after them too, they were not positive. Right. And he was engaged to a black woman. He was when he first hit the scene, he had a you know black girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to you know be married to a black woman for me to like you. That's not what I'm saying. But there were certain things that he said like on radio shows when him and Kim first got together about how you know first lady Michelle Obama needs to take some notes from his wife and <laughs> and do butt selfies and maybe she'll be more influential and Michelle Obama isn't influential enough she needs to take notes from Kim Kim is the one that gets things sold out and la da 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 no 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 and the, the repercussions of that and the fallout of saying something along those lines on a mainstream radio show he said it on Ryan Seacrest show that was the day I was done because you're now attacking our first lady, which is, uh, I, I can't even, I can't even, I would expect that from others. I do not expect that from us. Yeah. And to do it on a mainstream show, whether you were joking or not, it didn't come off as joking. I mean, it was everywhere. It went viral when yeah. he said that that's problematic. 
First Lady Michelle Obama has enough problems. Black women have enough problems not to be made, not to be the butt of your jokes and not to be even just even if you were serious about it. That's not cool, bruh. It's not cool. So I was kind of done at that moment. Now, if that was a mental illness situation playing out, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But we kind of need to call a spade a spade, you know? Yeah, I I definitely think it's a mental illness issue and. I think it's something that um, people need to take serious. People need to be able to talk about. I'm hoping that after this stint of, of being in, in, in the, the cyber war, I guess, for a few days, I think I'm, I'm hoping that it shows him enough that he needs to also get help. Well, we're hearing that it's going to be he's not out of the woods. Like it's going to be an ongoing, you know, therapist situation and psychological evaluation situation. This is an ongoing thing. We heard he was also diagnosed with bipolarism and I mean, there's all these reports out here. Who knows what's actually true and what's not? We, what we do know is, as of this afternoon, he went home. He's now in the care of his wife, Kim, as well as, as, well as his personal doctor. And we just have to hope for the best. Now, my question is this. Was it show taping while he was going through all of this? Allegedly. So there were two different <laughs> there were two different competing stories. There was a story that TMZ put out saying that they halted production on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. Literally hours later... Um, Deadline came out with a story saying production was not halted and that they will continue to film. Now, what I do know is that they filmed already. Like, there's a, there's already, like, a month or two worth of footage. Yeah. This footage right here, I don't know if cameras are running or not. I would not be surprised. We all saw what they did to Lamar Odom. Very much. Very mm. much so. We all saw that. Yeah. And they said, oh, we're not here for We're not going to be running the footage. No, that mug showed up right there on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Y'all ain't fooling nobody. Nope. Kanye will be on the screen coming there with his trials and tribulations going on. So, I don't know. I hope that, um, what's his face? What's his name? The basketball player, Tristan Thompson. Can, Can somebody just notice what's happening here? Why do these men keep trying to make their way into this family? Y'all see what's happening? You're a black man, James. By the way, this is James. My uh, He also works with the YBF.com as a correspondent. That's who's been talking. <laughs> Sorry, guys. As a um, black man, what do you think about that? I don't know. I I, I have no respect for, for anyone like that. Ooh. I mean, I, I personally feel like, I mean, being from the South, you know, we're, we're raised a certain way. Like, that's not something I want affiliated with my life, personally, at all. I mean, it's I almost feel like they're, they're all about the glitz and glamour. So, I mean, if he's doing this for a power move, then, I mean, does he need that power move? I don't think he needs I mean, he plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You have a championship under your belt. You had a girlfriend when you... We've talked about this on the podcast before. You had a girlfriend when you met Chloe. Actually, the girlfriend is now pregnant and about to have your baby. I mean, like, do we really need this? You know what? This is, again, this is this is probably the decade of side chicks. Ooh. I would say that. I would say that there, there, there are a few... Not the year, the decade. It's a decade. Oh, no, it's definitely a decade. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I, I feel like strippers are coming up. Yeah. Side chicks are coming up. Hoes be winning, bro. Hoes are Hoes winning. They winning. In 2016, they winning. Well, I hope that Tristan takes notes. I doubt he will take notes because no. nobody ever does <sighs> until it's too late. Kanye West. So yeah. let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> RG3, Robert Griffin III, for y'all non sports people. Um, he's the, is he the quarterback? You know what? He is a quarterback. Okay, he's a quarterback. He he's a, a quarterback. I think he's a quarterback for the team he's on now, which is the Cleveland Browns. He was a qu- former quarterback of the Redskins. Um, so RG3, as we all know, if you read the YBF.com, you know that he 
was a little shady when it comes to his new girlfriend. He was married to a woman named Rebecca. Yes, her name is literally Becky. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> her name is Becky. <laughs> they were married for about two or three years, but they were together for a few years before that. They were college sweethearts. Becky got pregnant while they were married. Yeah. And right after she had this baby, suddenly we see that Robert Griffin has moved on to someone else. Now, he didn't even announce the divorce before we saw the new girlfriend. We saw the new girlfriend, and then he announced the divorce. Not only did we see the new girlfriend, we saw a new tattoo on his arm while he was playing in a Sunday football game with the, with the new girlfriend's name tatted on his arm. So we were like, well, clearly you're done with your wife. Now, what happened here? So he filed for divorce, filed for separation and moving to file for divorce. That was back in September. Everyone knows this is very shady. He just had the baby. I feel like the baby is like, what? Definitely not even a year old. Yeah, just a few months old. Yeah. It's very shady. The new girlfriend is like 20 years old. And I think they met where he w- when he was doing um, summer, you know, like summer practices, training camp, because she lives, she, she goes to college where they were having their training camp. It seems as though that's where they met. She looks like a 20 year old college student and she's also a track star there her name is greta it's spelled g-r-e-t-e i, I assume that's she's like from stenonia stenonia you know what y'all i'm not gonna even try some european place um and she looks you know she looks like a girl that's from stenonia whatever the name of the place is called with blonde, stark blonde hair and like an athlete, uh, athlete's body. And it's weird. Like, what are you doing with this little girl? He's pushing 30. Like, what are we doing here? So not only did he go public with this new girl, like they were all around Disney World and, you know, or Disneyland and just having fun and out and about posting each other on Instagram and Twitter, acting each other like, I love you, baby. And they're saying, I love you back. I mean, it was just really odd. Never did we really hear the story of what happened. So fast forward to a couple of days ago and a Twitter account popped up and it said Rebecca Griffin. It was some name, but it was basically the name on the Twitter account was Rebecca Griffin, his ex-wife. Right. I couldn't even grab my popcorn and my sunflower seeds quick enough because I was like, oh, this this is about to be good. Couldn't even grab it quick enough before she ripped it down. But before she ripped it down, we grabbed the screenshots. Got him. Homegirl went in. She blasted Robert Griffin III and his new girlfriend within an inch of their lives. If you go on the YBF.com, you can see the the screenshots. Definitely nothing like a woman scorned. I mean, she's a woman scorned. (laughs) Now... Something told me because she was airing out all the business. So I was like, is this true? Is this a real account? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just going to give y'all a few things that she said. Let me scroll because she did several tweets. She said, I was there for you. We have a family together and you lied to me since the beginning. Hitting up girls on IG is not a good husband. You pretend to be this great person, but you cheated on me and tried to pretend it was over between us. You brought this on yourself, RG3. Now you have your new slut at G at, at G Sudeiko. She she added the girl. She was bold and whatever. 
while I take care of our daughter, I can't believe I trusted you and thought that things would change. The truth is, you gave up on us to pursue a younger, athletic girl who would treat you like the superstar you wanted to be. Child, she went in and in. All of the internet saw it. All of them. Now, we kind of we kind of predicted that this is kind of what happened. Like, he pretty much upped and left. Now, while he was in the process of getting a new girlfriend, he got cut from the Redskins. He was getting dragged for filth about how bad he was playing. Horrible. So maybe he was just looking for some validation. Like she said, you wanted a girl that could treat you like a superstar. I have have the best answer for you. And when you were in college, would you have dated him? Mm -mm. Exactly. So now 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 the same other person in college finally got some money. Please, everybody's going to be in this DM. Like, and, and, and now that he knows he's been stuck with, with, with his ex-wife, Rebecca, for so many years, she was probably the only person that was into him. And now that he finally gets some money, I'm mm-hmm. sure his DM is funny. I mean, they went to Baylor. I'm sure those Baylor girls are all up on him. I don't know. I don't remember he had those those braids. He still head. has those braids. If he would just cut those braids. Well, he's gotten better, though. No. No. <laughs> no. You can braid them back. You can braid them to the side. It can be fried, dyed, like to the side. individual braids at first. Now Those has, are horrific. Right. Now he has like corals. Now they're just bad. Right. Oh. It so just looks know. like he just needs to cut them. Cut it off. <sighs> so that's what's going on with him. So I, I do. I think he just wanted a girl that could, you know, like a little 20-year-old girl. That's what she's going to do. You're a professional football player. She doesn't care if you're good or not. You're a professional football player. That's that's like glitz and glamour in her eyes, exactly. you know. I mean, think about it. Yeah, and Rebecca Griffin. I mean, I, she was a little um. Stop. She was a little um. Stop. Homely. <laughs> she was really homely. I, I remember. Yeah, she was extremely homely. So, yeah, big up to Robert. Move on. But you did it in a jacked up way. You did it in a very <laughs> jacked up way. Now, I did think that these tweets were a little shady. Like, it just seemed like too good to be true. We've never been. She didn't even have a Twitter. She didn't have an Instagram. Like, I was like, well, why would she, why would she just do this at this time? It seemed a little odd. So, after everybody on the internet started retweeting and dragging him for filth, in addition to his ex-wife dragging him for filth, he hopped on Twitter and said, the account that you saw spewing lies was a fake account. You know, usually I would believe a celeb be like, you know, it probably was no, fake. Actually should attacking my family. Attacking my family. His girlfriend, his family. Oh, that's something serious. You must see, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to catch that. Attacking my family. He sure did. He said exactly. Yeah. That account attacking my family was fake, and none of what was said was true. Whoever did it, you messed with the wrong one. Mm. Griffin, you got braids in your head. Right. Individual braids. <laughs> we don't believe you. You need more people. Right. And usually I would believe a celeb, like, yeah, I was probably fake. This time I'm like, no, I actually, I do think it's a little odd that she would just form this account and tweet all this crap and then delete the account. But then I'm like, I know women scorn. He, he probably threatened her. Maybe. He may have threatened her with something. If you were my husband and you did some stuff like this to me and you did it publicly, I'm probably not going to act my normal self. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to do something in private. I've been cheated on. I think most people have been cheated on. Yeah. I would have never done something like this. However, if my situation was blasted publicly and I was publicly humiliated, I might act out of character. Yeah. And I might make your life miserable. 
I'm, it's not too hard to believe. Nope. Whatever. Sure. I'm with it. RG3, you ain't ish for this. With the individual braids. He <laughs> <laughs> might get fooling another week. Oh, he might. <laughs> he might. Mariah Carey has a new man already, y'all. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, she is Mariah. I mean, it is Mariah Carey. But already, I mean, the, the, I mean, geez, did she even get her fifty million from from James Packer yet? She done moved on. Mariah's trying to stay relevant. She already has a new man. So here's the scoop: the forty six year old diva has met a thirty three year old choreographer. Isn't that how they always do it? Thirty three year old choreographer that she's now kissing, making out with. Filling all up on, all up in, on vacation in Maui with. Child, these pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I feel like these pictures are so posed. She has Very one leg up around his <laughs> waist while they're standing in the ocean. Her and the guy stand in the ocean. He has her leg, one leg picked up. And they're like, I mean, it's like sex on the beach without the sex. It's, it's too much. But the twist of the story is, watch what happened. Same thing that happened to her is going to be the same thing. It was the same thing that happened to J-Lo. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing that happened to her. J-Lo, her frenemy at that. What is with them getting with their backup dancers? Like, what is the deal with that? I'm not too mad at the 46, 33-year-old thing. I'm, I'm not too mad at that span of, of age. Um, I'm just mad at the swimsuit, for one. Um, <laughs> me too <laughs> I'm, I'm just mad at how she's playing this out honestly I think that this all comes down to her new show that's about to premiere next week it's all for ratings it's all for her e-reality show because the e-reality show a lot of it was centered around her and James Packer's relationship right. so now that they're donezo I, from what I was hearing from people at E like they don't know what to do like how are we going to promote this everybody knows they're done so who's going to watch the show so she has a new love interest. Is he even straight? My cat's over. I mean, again, that's why I said the same thing that happened to J-Lo. Because remember, um, what's his, Casper, mm-hmm. was it right? He got caught texting who? Allegedly. And he was caught, like, going to an actual place. Exactly. Come on. I mean. A, mas- a quote-unquote massage. And, and, and we're not going to say all choreographers are. Because Ashley's married, I mean, engaged to one right now, so... That's true. Ashley Everett, Beyonce's head dancer, that's she, true. She, she's engaged to one now, so we're not going to say all of them are, but come on. I'm just asking from, you know what, I'm going to take back what I said. Come not on. really. Um, <laughs> I, I just think Mariah is being is doing Mariah. Which I, is the most. Yeah, and you know, her and Nick Cannon, who, was, who we had on the podcast just a couple weeks ago, amazing podcast, by the way, if you haven't listened, go listen. He actually still puts her in his top five cougars in the game. He still like he still likes her. He still he still loves her as his you know his baby's mother. Um, I thought that was cute. But their divorce is now final, so she probably feels like I'm free. I can do what I want to do. Um, I don't know if this was the right next move though. Sometimes you just need to be single. You do. You know, yeah, I've definitely heard that. And I understand that she's forty six, and she feels—I'm not really sure what she feels. She has two kids and a and a husband, two husbands under her belt. You're good, you know. Like it doesn't—you don't need to be married right now. Like you're fine. 
You're not trying to have babies. You don't, it's not going to make or break your career if you're married. I'm not sure what the rush is to just maybe just sit down and not date. Yeah. But the thing that's killing me is his gold chain. That big, thick herringbone, child. <laughs> I bet you bought it as a gift. Say, just put this on for the picture, baby. <laughs> Let me make you got some money. <laughs> like it's 1992. Right. He's dipping her, this is dipping it, and she, doing it. It's all for show. She can't even do that during her own show. Remember how many times she jacked up? She like, that's all. Awesome. Come on, Mariah, you almost broke your neck once before. She's about to break her back. He's like leaning her over, like dipping it and doing it up in this beach and that baby in Maui. Is, it's horrible. It's horrible. Okay, well, she's in Maui. Wait, did she fall? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> so she's in Maui because she's doing a series of performances. Um, her sweet sweet fantasy tour Jesse Smullins yeah. also on the tour with her so you know she's she's already there and probably this is the guy doing her choreography for the tour and maybe they just got caught up in the moment I don't I don't know so so that means that if she's with Jesse Ashley Everett is with Jesse as well so maybe yes. you need to contact Ashley Ashley, right. Ashley Everett is doing backup dancing for Jesse Smullins mm-hmm. right now Ashley Everett if you're listening to this to this podcast we love you by the way please send me an email ybfchick no k at the ybf.com and give me the scoop we'll say it's from anonymous right <laughs> yeah i really want to know like how did this even happen this louis vuitton shawl mariah has on bro like i you know what <laughs> she's doing the most it is 1992 all the time with mariah oh <laughs> <laughs> it's some of those photos you just have to just stand to shake it. It's at. just why? It's bad. It is. It is. But I mean, I, I, I personally she could just, have not approved these photos. Mariah is just trying to <laughs> stay relevant. She doesn't want to be put in the "I'm a mom with two kids" category. She wants to stay relevant. And you know, I like Mariah. Oh my gosh, she has a wardrobe malfunction. Her boob is spilling out of the monokini. I like Mariah. I really do. Um, I get frustrated when I see things like this because you're 46. You are a diva. You are a legend. Why do we keep doing things on such a basic level mm-hmm. when it's not necessary? You know, it takes away from your legend dumb or whatever you want to call it. Wow. You remember when she did these things? Remember she hit the beach with Nick Cannon? And that's when we first saw his Mariah tattoo on his back. Years ago, right before they got, or like I think it was on their honeymoon. Wait, go back to that picture, Mariah. Oh. You like you're too much on there. He done pick. Stop. Come on. He done pick Mariah up. He is running through. He's frolicking on this beach, honey. They are happy. So you I allegedly bet if you pull, up a, pull up a photo of Mariah when she's pregnant in a bathing suit. Looks the same way. I'm not dealing with you. Come on. I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> Um, we we also saw um, well she gives him a lap dance during her show every now and then we also saw them partying it up together like a week ago I honestly was just thinking okay it's just you know the media the mainstream media making something out of nothing oh it really was something oh wow cleavage everywhere these photos weren't photoshopped no they were not photoshopped (laughs) 
because we saw her Thanksgiving photos when she was posing with she got railed by the way for for photoshopping her Thanksgiving photos she was posing in front of a mirror with these tight tight jeans and this tight bodysuit with like you know the caged ladder lace up with her boobs all out and she was holding a pie and people were pointing to the background of the picture like look it's distorted she photoshopped this picture and she looked super skinny she looks good though I mean she doesn't look horrible it's just it's not the most flattering swimsuit and I also feel like she's above this right and when you photoshop your Instagram pictures the realness always comes out on the paparazzi shots honey so don't even photoshop just leave it alone save save us some trouble so that's that Mariah is frolicking on these beaches honey in Maui with the new man his name by the way the 33 year old new boy toy I can't even pronounce it Brian Tanaka. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> It's one of those photos. It's, like, it's just, it gets, it's like 20 pictures that we're looking at. And it's just a lot. Oh. It's a lot. Have fun in Maui, y'all. Do you? <laughs> oh, she stayed at the Grand Raleo Resort. One of my favorite resorts in Maui. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, good luck with that, Mariah. He's not a billionaire, but we'll try anyway. Moving on. Insecure. Yay! I feel like it's a hand clap for that because I think it's everyone's favorite It's our show. favorite new show. It's favorite show. It's awesome. Insecure on HBO, created by the fabulous Issa Rae. Um, I don't, if you're not watching it, I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know what you're doing with your life. I don't know what rock you've been under. I don't know what you've been sipping, smoking, drinking, nothing. Get your life. Please. And go watch Insecure on HBO. It is now on demand. There is no excuse. Binge watch. It is probably the most amazing. Besides This Is Us, This Is Us and and Insecure are my two favorite shows of the fall. Just amazing writing, amazing content. Like, it just makes me feel some kind of way. It's like you're looking at your life for the first time in I don't know how many years. <laughs> we can finally look at this show, men and women. Yeah. Um, you know, probably like the, more of the millennial generation, you know, probably like the 25 to 35-year-olds. For the first time, we can see our experiences on TV so realistically. And it's amazing. So I'm not going to just, I'm not going to go into everything Insecure is about because if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already watched the show. Um, but we need to talk about this finale. I need to take a drink on that because it was a lot. <laughs> My cup is empty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this finale. This finale, honey, it was many things. One, can we talk about how fine Jay Ellis is? Lord, Jesus, I had a crush on Jay Ellis since um, the game. Ooh, you know, you already know Christian. <laughs> um, and he is even finer on this show. And he's been butt naked on three episodes now. Thank you, Issa. <laughs> Issa's not scared to like make, and this is what I appreciate about it. We see so many shows, especially on HBO and Cinemax and Showtime and the premium channels with, you know, sex scenes and naked people, a lot of that. When was the last time we saw black intimacy on on whether TV or the movies? When was the last time we saw that? I can't recall. I can tell you the last time I saw it. When was it? Years ago. Carrie Washington, she hates me. 
Oh, her and Chris Rock. And her, her and Chris, her and, and her lesbian lover. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was like 10 years ago. That was a long time ago. So to see something like this on a weekly basis, it just makes you feel... I don't... I can't explain what about it. power? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's him and a Puerto Rican woman, and I'm not mad at it. Now, when it was him and his wife, Notori, I felt the same way. I remember the very first episode of Power, I was like, Yes! Like, they are getting it in. And it was a very first episode, like one of the first scenes. And Amari Harwood's fine self was butt naked. And right then I was like, whoa. Like, I felt some kind of way watching him. I was like, why do I feel some kind of way? This is on TV all the time. Maybe just not two black people. Yeah, you don't see it often. But it's on TV all the time. So I kind of was like intrigued, you know? And so now with this show, we kind of get that every week. When Issa was cheating with Homeboy. And they were getting it in in the studio. That was, um, he was that fine, was, too. That was um, very um, exciting to see. <laughs> so back in watch. There was a lot going it on. It was a lot time. going on. I was like, Issa, girl. I mean, she did not let any, like, bra, panties, everything was coming off. And on him, he was naked. Yes. And then, the you know, the scenes with Lawrence, her man on screen who was played. Lawrence is... Jay Ellis, um, it, it was it was a lot. So on this finale, Issa th- on the on the episode right before the finale, Issa finally told Lawrence that she cheated on him. Yeah, he kind of figured it out, even though I think she should have denied it because he didn't have any proof. <laughs> Her bestie Molly, played by Yvonne, who's amazing, um, was supposed to get him out of that party they were at. This is the only reason why why Lawrence even knew that she was cheating because of the party they went to for her job. And, you know, he saw this man talking to Issa. I don't know why the the man she cheated with showed up to this party, just being extra probably. And he was trying to talk to her and Issa's like, Molly, go tell him to leave. That was Molly's one and only job. He knows that always had that one friend that that jacks it up. Didn't follow through. Can't get right. She was like, why are you here? And she didn't make sure, she didn't escort him, like literally pull him by the ear and escort him out that door. She did not do that. He was still there. And of course, Issa walks up to him to try to finish the job. And that's when Lawrence sees her talking to him. And she was, he was like, no, nah, something. He felt it. Something is up. Because you know the message from the, the, the episode right. before, Lawrence picked up the, the phone and some text saw it. Right. Yeah. He saw them texting. Yeah. And Issa did admit, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been talking to him like he's an ex. Right. It was just, it was nothing. He starts putting two and two together. He was like, nah, something up. So by the time she got home from the event, you know, Lawrence hit him. You know, when, when the guy is sitting at home on the couch, you walk in all happy, like, oh, yes, that event was great, girl. Yes. And you walk home, got something for your honey, like got a bottle of wine. Guess what I got from the event? Honey, let's sit down and let you drink and let's recap. And he's sitting there in the dark on that couch waiting for your ass. Waiting. Like, who is he? And she was just like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like she was just at a loss. You can tell she doesn't cheat ever. She couldn't even deal. She was like, I, I just, I don't, I, I mean, it's. Oh, so, so you told me people that cheated know how to. I do think that you can handle a little bit better. Did, oh, oh, you know, oh, you do you know this personally? Um, I know because now I haven't cheated, but I've been cheated on. Okay. And I've noticed that men who cheat often can get away with things. Okay. I'll just say that. She was at a loss for words. She couldn't handle it. And so he finally said, did you F him? 
And that was her prime time just to be like, I don't know. He was trying to, you know, right. I almost did. I'm sorry. I didn't know. You know, something. No, this girl just says, yeah, but it didn't mean anything. Like, it's, like he's a man. Like, no, girl, don't do it. And she said that. It was over. I thought he was going to hit her. <laughs> you remember when she had that dream? Right. That yeah. he, like, hit her? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's really going to do this in real life. And it was just all downhill from there. Oh. <sighs> So on the finale, we see Issa go away. This was the episode before the finale. On the finale, we see Issa go away for her friend Kelly's birthday. And I guess, you know, they needed some time apart. Um, He kind of left the home and Lawrence left and went to go stay with his friend, who is Issa's other friend's boyfriend. Or is it her husband now? Husband. Husband. Husband, And and so, you know, she's with her friends in Palm Springs celebrating one friend's birthday. And she just cannot stop thinking about her man. And I get it. You know, you feel like, you know, you messed up. And she realized right then what she lost. So she's been waiting for his call. And what does he do? He actually calls. And he's like, he's at a strip club with his boys. Because you know how y'all men do. When y'all are hurt, y'all go to the strip club. Y'all bang whatever comes up next. And you females get together in the house, nope. pop some bottles, and start sexting your exes, and somebody's going to pop up at your house. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> Not on. sexting yeah. the exes. Come on. Let's be honest. I just know how guys who are hurt, how they can be. Just like a woman's core can be. But a lot of times, it's... It, I, don't, I don't really feel like women just go off and have sex with the next person. No. I feel like men go off and have sex with the next person. Yeah, it's easier for it's easier for us. Yes. I mean, because we can separate that that not having that emotional tie to to someone. Exactly, else. and we're already pissed off and already feeling you know vulnerable and feeling cheated on and feeling just wrong. I don't want to just go jump in and have sex with someone. Now, if it was an ex, that that could happen. I would say that, but after that, I'm not going to just randomly have sex with somebody. Lawrence went to the club with his boys, to the strip club with his boys, and was about to get it in with a stripper who pulled him into the champagne room. Again, this is the decade of the strippers. I know. And the side chick. But as soon as he found out how much that was going to cost, because she <laughs> said 200 for head and 400 for sex. And he said, excuse me? Who did he call right after that? Issa. Baby, I miss you. Oh, so now you know the cost in these streets. What all that cost. So you call up your ex like, baby, I miss you. We need to talk. So Issa's just jumping for joy. You know, she's in Palm Springs like, yes, he finally does want to talk to me again. Now, she's already told her friends what happened against her will, but she told them. And she finally feels kind of validated. Like, yes, maybe I did. Maybe there is still hope. Yeah. So he says, you know, I think we need to talk as soon as you get back. She's like, well, I get back on Monday. <laughs> she should have never said that. And he was like, okay, we're going to talk then. She gets this bright idea to go home right then from Palm Springs to South LA, which is, I think they were saying like an hour drive about. Yes. about. So she's like, who's going to drive me back? Now she's beefing with her best friend, Molly over something else that we'll get into in a minute. Finally, Molly steps up and drives her back. I don't know how much time passed here, but all I know is by the time Issa got back to her own apartment, thinking she was going to surprise Lawrence and they can have a little discussion right then instead of waiting until Monday. All she saw was his Best Buy shirt hanging up. All his stuff was gone. And his keys were still there. And then the scene cuts to Lawrence banging out Tasha from the bank. More Tasha from the bank? I don't even know what to say to that. It was a great scene to watch. Sure. 
I mean, there's been a, a number of scenes that were great to watch on that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tasha on the Bank has been trying to get at Lawrence all season. Yeah. She's been show because he had to go work at Best Buy. Let's rewind. He had to go work at Best Buy because he's, you know, he's a computer engineer and he's been trying to get a job and he couldn't get a job. I think they said for like four years, she's been kind of carrying them. Yeah. Yeah. And so she tried to be the supportive girlfriend and saying, oh, we can, you'll get a job. You'll get something, babe. And finally he was like, I got to do something. I got to bring in some money. So he went and applied for a job at Best Buy and, and got that. Until he can find a job within his field with his degree. I respect that, though. I 100% respect, respect it, but it. I totally understand how, one, that affects his male ego. And I also know how it affects her. You know, like, you as a woman, you do start looking at him a little bit differently. Like, I met you whenever you were trying to become a certain person, and you were becoming that person. Now you're Lawrence from Best Buy. If that's what I wanted, that's what I would have gone to get. Right. I got with you because you're a, a software engineer. You're this, you're that. All the things that made you who you are in my eyes. I get how that puts strain on the relationship. Been there. I get it. Um, I don't think that that, I mean, I do feel like that attributed to Issa cheating on him. She did lose respect for him. Um, but I do feel like Lawrence needed to understand that. You know, and I don't feel like he understood it. But, but I mean, for they've been together for a number of years, and for yeah. and, and for probably a good more than fifty percent of the years they've been together, he's held his own. So now, is it right for her to actually lose respect for him when he's going through a hard time? And it's not like it's anything. It's it's not. It's completely out of his hands. Completely out of his hands. So so it's, so is that what? what, what I think that do? she felt like he wasn't trying hard enough. Because she did kind of throw that in his face at some point. So was he doing everything? Was it out of his hands? Or was he being lazy? I don't think he's been lazy. I, I honestly, I genuinely think that he is one of us. Like, when we're put in that situation, like, yeah. I mean, just think about it. We don't want to ever settle for anything less no. than what we know we're worth we're worth for. So so he was I mean, holding out. He did. I feel like he definitely was holding out. And and he didn't want to run into predicaments where he got a lesser job mm-hmm. and his girlfriend starts judging him and looking down on him. And she kind of did. And, and I, really I think did. she was wrong for that. You know, she kind of did. But I think that once he got he finally did get a job within his degree. Like, right, I want to say like a week before all this mess popped off and she was the ultimate supportive girlfriend. Yeah. And a lot of times I think that people expect a whole lot of women when you're being that supportive girlfriend and doing everything you can, but you're also footing the bill for years that changes things. So yeah, Tasha from the bank who worked at the, be- you know, worked at the bank right across from his Best Buy store or wherever it was in the mall or whatever. Yeah, her offering, one of my friends on Facebook was like, yeah, she giving two-minute TED Talks. That ain't nothing compared to carrying a man for four years, you know? I do feel like men get their ego stroked by the simple stuff. I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, we just had this, I just had this conversation the other day with my frat brothers. And it was put in a situation to where if a woman made more money than a man, is she supposed to pay at least 50% or even more, like splitting the bills? I mean... I don't know. I just, I, I honestly just feel like she let her ego get the best of her. She maybe an I, image, really. And, but but I mean, think about it. Oh boy, that she cheated on with. What is he doing? I mean, he's a oh, producer, no. but he's not a successful producer. But they had history. They knew each other in high school, and she's always wanted to get with him. And that tells you not side dudes are winning because <laughs> <laughs> he was a side yeah. dude. Like, come on. 
I don't know. I don't know. We posed the question on the YBF about who's really to blame for the demise of Issa and Lawrence's insecure relationship. And it's a it's kind of a trick question because I do think they both kind of contributed. I see where Issa's coming from. I think that people think Lawrence is not wrong at all. And I don't agree with that. He he does have some wrongness in here. The, I don't think he's wrong. What? I do not think okay, he's wrong. Okay, then why did he call her up talking about I miss you and let's talk if all you were going to do within that hour of her getting back to South LA, bang out Tasha from the bank? Same reason why females do it. Females do not go bang somebody they, they right after. Bang, but females will send a text, be like, "Oh, boo, I miss you, I love you." Send a text and is then, different, and then turn right back around and, and, and text the next dude, like, "Are you coming over tonight? Let's have dinner or something." Come on, she's I mean, not I banging mean, out a dude that next night. She's not doing that. I mean, come on, Tasha, you may not do it. I don't know many women who can do that you unless she unless they have history already. I don't. I think that he's wrong for giving her false hope. If you didn't want to talk to her, why did you stop your little strip club situation to call her and talk about, I miss you. Let's talk whenever you get back. Just so you can bang out Tasha before she even like gets there. you not like to be in control of the situation? So he wanted to break up with her on his own? He wanted to, ha- he wanted to feel like and know that he still had control over that situation. Ugh, that is so gross. And that that's is such a is. man thing. It's a man that thing. That is so gross. To, to, to know you can call up and be like, I miss you. She, she excited. you be like, yeah, I still got that on lock. Come on. Females he ain't wrong for that? No. no, I would never do that. I don't waste my time. Females are the same thing. So he ain't wrong for that? For yeah. for leading her no, on and then not, going to bang somebody? Not at all. Give me the opportunity to call one of my exes and know that I still got it. Hell yeah, I do it. I'm not Quick. doing that. And I text all my friends something. I still got it. Still uh-huh. got it. That's, a, that's definitely a man thing. I feel bad for Issa because I do feel like it was a one-time mess up. But what I also think is in the overarching picture, cheating is a symptom of something. So it's not just like, oh, I cheated. Let's get back together. No, it's like you need to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. And you might have lost respect for him and maybe y'all don't need to be together if that's the case. Yeah. And vice versa. Agree. I, I agree with you on that one. Oh my god, season two, y'all. I'm oh god, I can't wait. I'm gonna give a shout out to my homie Ben Jones. He's one of the writers for Insecure. So oh, that's so cute. He's been posting on 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 Facebook. Yeah. Um. Then been back in the shop. So. And shout out to Amanda Seals. She's been my girl since college, and she finally is getting all the due she deserves. She plays uh, what's the girl's name? Like the prissy girl. Is the one she's probably the AKA, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. she's a sorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to her for finally getting all the due she deserves. She's been grinding for years. So, before before we wrap it up on the insecure, let's talk mm. about the one episode that oh, I really gosh. want to talk about. I already know where we're going with this. So, the double standard <laughs> when, 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 um, what is her name again? Molly. When Molly, Molly. freaked out with our homegirl. It was all right. Let me pull up his name. So, okay. Oh, gosh. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for even giving my opinion on this. But, um, okay. So, y'all remember a few episodes ago when, if you watch the show, then you remember. If not, we'll explain. A few episodes ago, Molly, who has been trying to find love. Poor Molly. Molly's just like all of us. She's super successful. She's a lawyer. She's beautiful. She's all these things. But she can't find love to save her life. Because one, she's very thirsty. And she's trying really hard to get a man. Two, it's just hard out here. When Not you to were, get a man. To get a, to to get get a husband. But a perfect image of a man of what exactly see, she I don't is. think it's like a perfect image. I don't think... Y'all... Okay, let's talk about what, why she had an issue with this one particular guy. Okay. So... 
she basically okay so she met a guy who works at enterprise Enterprise at a car rental place and he's very cute and did they meet online no. no, they met on the street. They, no, they met at the um at the at the at the bar at the club. The broken the broken oh, pussy night. Oh, the broken pussy night. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's what okay, so she thought he was cute, and he was. And then she finds out he works at Enterprise, and she was like, "Ooh, <laughs> skirt, maybe not." Once she finally got over his job situation. I mean, she didn't really get over it, but whatever. Um, he kind of set her straight, you know, about like her judgmental personality. She's thirsty, la da da. So she went off and joined the league, which is some super exclusive dating app, um, and tried to, you know, get with guys on there who are top of the line in their field and their executives and their, you know, CEOs and la da da. And that's where she met Jadena, who, yeah. who starred on the show this season. Um, and he kind of played her out. But I mean, she's thirsty. I, I mean, he played her out, but at the same token, the way that he he responded to her at the party that night mm-hmm. when he when he was like, "Yeah, I'm 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 her boyfriend," right? And she she wanted that. He was doing a, he was doing he was her a favor thing. because she wanted to come off at the event she was at. I think it was like a not a shower, but it was like somebody's event where she wanted to seem like she had a boyfriend. Oh, it was the, um, the, yeah, it was a bridal shower. A bridal shower. And so she begged him to come and he kept saying, I don't know, because he had just had sex the night before. He was like, I ain't trying to get serious. Right. And so he finally showed up for her, but he did it just because she, he kind of felt like she just didn't want to look stupid being there single. So I think that she just felt really bad after that. And then she went back to the enterprise guy, uh-huh. knocked on his door, nice drunk. and drunk. And they ended up, he ended up seeing straight through him. He was like, absolutely not. You're disgusting, but you're going to sleep on this couch because you can't drive and you can't go home. The next morning, they have it out about how judgmental she is and about how thirsty she is and about how she's using him because she can't find someone else. And what do they do? Banged. Got it in right the next the, morning. Right after the cereal. Right after he offered her some <laughs> cereal. So the next day they try to go on a date and that's where they learn some things about each other. Molly says, you know, I used to be, you know, crazy back in the day, back in college. And now back in the day, they're like 30 on the show. So it's not that long ago. So she's like, you know, I used to do some things. I kissed a girl. He was like, oh, really? You kissed a girl? Well, you know, I've done something like that too. And Molly's like, what you, you done something like what? What do you mean? And he's like, I mean, I've kissed a guy. And she was like, well, you kissed a guy? And he was like, well, yeah. I mean, he, he gave me head. What? So Molly's face was all of our faces. One. Hilarious. <laughs> not all of ours. Okay. Well, she was definitely my face. You know, I'm not mad at the situation. And I go back and forth. This is my friends, too. I do feel like those are things that you should say up front. I do. And I know you're going to say, did Molly have to say it up front? I don't agree with you. Again, again, it's that double standard. I know. Again, it's, it's just, I, and 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 I'm probably going to get cussed out from this comment that I'm going to say. Oh Lord! So, so, so readers, please don't cuss me out. I feel like personally, black women keep themselves in the box when it comes out to sexual things. Well, they talk I was going to say the same thing because I immediately thought about Gwen Stefani. Uh huh. Because you know her husband. Um, Gavin. Right. Like years ago, he talked about that. And then actually, well, Black Iman with David. um, Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, they talked about that on the show. Like when she, when Molly finally told her friends, she was like, girl, I was done once you told me that. She told Issa and her other friends. Mm -hmm. And they were like, 
well, what's the problem? You know, and she was like, are you serious? And Issa was like, well, I mean, there's a there's a there's a spectrum, you know, like sexuality is a spectrum. And why do we allow women to be on that spectrum, but not black men to be on that spectrum? She has a point. She does. I don't necessarily say that it's wrong. Um, And I even said, you know what? I might not be too mad. It depends on who he is and how he carries himself and how he feels about it now. I probably... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been and, able and to I, do and, I said, and I have to be honest. And I said, nine yeah. times out of ten, I'm yeah. like, nope, I'm good on that. Yeah. Because even, even Molly tried to still have sex with him the day after, remember? She yeah. was like, let me try anyway. Maybe I'll get over it. And she at least she tried, and she couldn't. She was like, I can't get it out of my head, and I feel some kind of way. I can't do this. See, I've, I've always heard that women, um, black women, feel like that if they were to ever date a bisexual man or a man that has tested other waters, they feel like they're competing with a man and no woman can't compete with a man. That's what I've heard, heard a lot of women I say. I think that's part of it, but I think that's part of it no matter if you're black or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a general idea. So why can you do it? You know what? I don't know. I, to me, and it, part of it comes down to what is gay and what is not. and What is gay and what is straight. And there's a lot of, I don't think it's just black women. I think in general, people think if a man sleeps with another man, even once you're gay, there is no such thing as bisexual when it comes to men. That's how people across the board think. I don't think so. I don't think all people. No, 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 not all people. I'm saying the people that do think that way, it goes across racial board. It's not just black women who think that way. I would say not only, but I think I think the the percentage is higher when it comes out to black. You think women. don't you think black men feel that way too? I think it's just our culture. Period. It's, we still have like real. We have just like you opened up the show. We have issues with sexuality. Period. Yeah, oh, yeah. Side of our yeah. culture. So even when to see two black people have sex it's almost like oh my gosh it's like a rarity right right. so it's it's sexuality across the board and especially with uh black women because i always think about kind of growing up i would see i would go to summer camp and i would see my white friends they would have their bikinis on two Mm -hmm. pieces and i would see my black friends really nice bodies too they had the shirts that went below their knees and shorts and everything it's you know, so what we're gonna boil this down to is religion. Is that what we're gonna do? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's religion. I. I, I think growing growing up, um, you're told what you're supposed to do and, and what you're not supposed to accept. And and because just think about it, there's so many times where you may can you probably can remember what your mom or your grandmother said you're not supposed to do when you get older. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's stuck in so many people people minds and I don't know I, 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 I really honestly feel like blacks and black women more so than, than white women keep themselves in a box you don't think the evangelical whites think the same way I, I, think we're, I think it's a proven fact that we're more conservative. It's because more, just completely yeah. more the conservative. evangelical whites, yes. no, I, 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 they I, are I, on a different. They're more conservative than any person I know. But 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 I feel like when it comes down to them keeping their man or making their relationship or keep our our, our or is that because happy, of image though? It's 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 part it's part of image. Yeah. But also it's also it also comes down to I feel like a white woman would would say quicker like. I'm gonna do whatever I can to keep my man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, is that okay though? Uh, huh? Is that okay though? Are you in love? Are you? Yeah. If he's cheating on me and he's doing this, he's doing that. I'm not. What if he's not cheating? What if? What if this is something that he that he says? Look, I have. I genuinely. I, I actually did this. You're 
years before, and I think I want to do it again, or whatever the case may be, and I want us to do it together. Um. Okay, so <laughs> I'll say this. I do feel like you're more likely to find a white a white person who a white girl white I don't, I don't even know about white guy but a white girl who is okay with that. I think there's other reasons why. You see, you don't think about a white guy. Um, I, I think white I think white dudes love to see their girlfriend getting in with another chick. They love. Oh, it. oh, I, I think black guys love to see okay, their girls okay. getting in with another chick. Right. I'm saying white guys thinking the same way about their like if their boy said. If they're in a fraternity or they're just like best friends or something, yo, I had sex with this guy last week. Their homie would be like, wait a minute. Like, don't, it ain't just black girls that will have a problem with it. Like, I think a lot of people would, would be like, whoa. Um, it's tricky. I think it's to each their own, you know, and it depends on who you are, whether or not Natasha would care. Um, if you're my man and you tell me like you did something 10, 15 years ago, it depends on where our relationship is and who you are. If I can still be turned on, I can still be like, I don't care for whatever reason. I don't care. Nine times out of 10, I'm probably going to care. I don't know why, but I like. Is it because of sex? Like, what if it was just a kiss? He just kissed another guy. I would probably, because y'all know, I think of sex very intensely. So it's like, what does that mean though? what does that mean i know that with men in general black white whatever they are men in general don't have don't put all these stipulations on sex you know it really doesn't mean that much to them yeah for for me it does and so i'm always trying to get to the bottom of well what does that mean if you cheat on me what does that mean if you did xyz with this person, even if it's other girls he's had sex with i'd be like mm, i judge him based on other girls he's had sex with because it means something. So it's even worse if, if he, if you're judging him even harder if it was another guy that he may have had sex with. Because I'm going to wonder, okay, so what does that mean? Do you want to be with men? Mm-hmm. Like, let's explore this. And another- Because what I don't want is you lying to me for throughout, throughout our relationship. Don't be something you're not because it's going to show its face at some point. Yeah. This is a, a a larger, you know, issue and topic because there's a lot of, like, molestation mm-hmm. to um, in our recent culture where mm-hmm. there are guys who, you know, have been molested when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And so how do you handle a situation like that when he said, yes, I did have a sexual relationship with a man, but it was, you know, against my will. The only thing I don't like about that right there, is I, I, I disagree when people tie in molestation to homosexuality. Or, mm-hmm. or, or to, to, to testing the waters. Um, well, what if they're the, two different things? I, they're, they're definitely two different things. But 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 uh, a man molesting a child or, or a male child, he's a molester. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that that, that, that he's he's homosexual. Or anything. Right, right. I just that wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. If you were molested as a child, that's something that was completely out of your control. That does not mean that I now think of you differently or for whatever reason that doesn't change anything about how I think I know it could change how some people think but it doesn't do anything to me yeah I, I, I just definitely I hated the double standard on the show yeah. but 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 again Insecure is one of my favorite shows yeah. so it's definitely touching a lot of mm-hmm. topics well they we offer see. both sides we saw yeah. Issa and even the prissy like Amanda Seals' but, character but even, even, saw... even old girl I can't think of her name Um, the, the really funny one Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. Her name's Kelly on the show. Nata- Natasha Rothwell. That's her name. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was the one that was like, 
Yeah, whatever. Do whatever. Say whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Natasha, and I and I like the fact that that she's a uh, she's definitely um, going to be starring on a on a, the the show more often. now. Yes. she's a regular now. Oh my gosh, she was so funny on that finale. I she's can't hilarious. with her. She's my namesake, so I fish. I of course like her. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's insecure guys, and please chime in on the YBF.com because there's a huge. You have to watch now. Yeah, you do. You do. Please get from underneath your rock and go watch. I like you hearing about this Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar is, that's a whole nother podcast, child. (laughs) And that finale is tonight and I am ready. I am ready. That's a podcast with a bigger drink. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll do that next week probably because the finale is tonight. We'll talk about it next week. Um, Yeah, so congrats to Insecure on getting a season two. They already started filming um, on Monday. Well, they started their writing room on Monday. I am just so proud of them. Please watch the show. It's amazing. And please chime in on the YBF.com under our thread about who's really to blame for the demise of the relationship. (laughs) Moving on. All right. So there was a story this week. There's been stories nonstop about pro-Trump supporters acting an ass in the streets ever since Trump (laughs) has become the president. Elect. Elect. I don't know what these people were doing beforehand, but now they feel empowered and they feel like they can just walk around and say whatever they want. They got the game effed up. I will say that. I am terrified, actually, that this will happen to me because I I know my mouth. I told y'all what happened on this podcast the day of voting and they had to call the city on me. Imagine. Imagine if somebody walked up to me saying the foolishness I've been seeing out in these streets. I'm either going to jail or getting or something, something. I need to put. I need to put aside bail money because I know I'm going to cut up. I don't know how these people just stand there and just take it. Like, oh my god! Like everybody's face looks so like, oh my god! This is happening. Child, it ain't gonna be nothing nice if I'm involved. I will say that. So on Delta Airlines last week, a pro Trump supporter walked on the plane and started yelling profanities, yelling about pro Trump calling Hillary supporters bitches. It was a lot happening. I'll just let y'all listen. Take a listen. How many people, man? Are uh, really? Ain't nobody gonna say no shit on this plane? We can't hear you. You can't hear me? Donald Trump, baby. That's right, this man knows what's up. We got some Hillary on here. Come on, baby. Trump. That's what I thought. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, baby. Donald Trump! It's your presence. Every goddamn one of you. If you don't like it, too bad. So this man got on this on this flight and cut all the way up. Y'all heard the things he said. Mm-hmm. Any Hillary bitches on this flight? <laughs> who does that? You know, who does that? Uh. Um... It was a Delta Airlines flight, and people are wondering how in the hell did this flight actually take off and leave? I have seen people get kicked off a flight for doing nothing, you know, like... Coughing the wrong way. Like, right. (laughs) This man stood up and yelled at everybody on the flight, and somebody happened to whip out a phone and record it. I mean, he... I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know, but it was definitely alarming. I am so shocked on how no one... In the Delta Airlines situation, not the pilot, not the flight attendants, nobody dragged this man off the flight or canceled the flight. It's mind-boggling. 
people lost it once this hit the internet. Everybody, it went viral. Everybody's tweeting about it. Everybody's talking about it. Celebs chimed in. American Air got all petty and chimed in under somebody's thread talking about, oh yeah, you can come fly with us. They're so petty. I love it. It was everywhere. Next thing we know, Delta puts out a statement. It took a couple days, but Delta put out a statement and said, we have no idea why this man was not removed from the plane, but we are issuing refunds to everyone and he's banned for life. Completely gone. So, James, you have aviation experience (laughs) (laughs) with a certain airline that shall remain nameless. What is your take on how the hell this happened? Uh, um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, One, I think that I feel like the flight was going to I was going to Allentown. Oh, I thought it was going to where. A lot more um, Midwest, but it's actually <laughs> going to Allentown, which is weird. Um, I don't know. Having experience in aviation, I, I, I personally, it wouldn't have happened. It, that that plane wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have taken off. And no, the plane would have taken off, but he definitely wouldn't have been wouldn't on have been flight. on it. Mm-hmm. He would have been on flight. I mean, there's absolutely no way in the world that 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 flight should have taken off. Mm-hmm. It, it should have left. I mean, he should have been taken off. But there's no way. Yeah, it's it, he was belligerent on the ground. I was like, is he drunk? I don't think he was drunk. I think he was just like trying to apply for the KKK or something. Like it was disgusting. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you feel like it was the right move for Delta to put out that statement a couple days later? They were back in the corner. They had no choice. Yeah. Do you think they would have had people not blown it up as they did? I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think it would have. I don't think they would have really gone into it because I'm sure that there are other other incidents that that have happened on on the plane airlines. Um, And I feel like only when they were back to the corners when something was said. The black doctor. Something was said. That was horrible. Um, I mean, it's just a number of incidents that, yeah. Well, thanks, Delta, for actually stepping up. But you really effed up by even letting that flight take off. Because people, I remember saying, I don't even feel comfortable flying Delta then. If I know that this is going to be allowed, because I know I'm going to jail if, if I'm on that plane and nobody's saying anything. You I know I'm going to jail. And that's okay. Because you call me out my name and you're not threatening my life, it feels like, you know? But it's, it's so funny because if you look at the entire video mm. i don't think there was one black person on the flight no it wasn't I don't think it was, it was a lot of women just sitting there looking around and i'm never that girl and my mouth has gotten me in trouble a lot it's also helped me out a lot in life i just know i'm the exact opposite when i see people being quiet and taking things it it makes me just stand up and go in i was the same way in college that would have been me on that plane yeah he would have had to fight me for me to be quiet yeah but kudos to delta making it happen he's banned for life and people speak up when you're on these planes it is five thousand of y'all versus him you know what i mean like if he would have whipped out a knife midair everybody would have trampled on him couldn't blame anybody but yourselves because he was belligerent on the ground right so now it's like people need to speak up stop letting certain rhetoric take over right now stop it they don't have as much power they're very to me they're a vocal minority who just so who so happen to vote so please stop letting them control the narrative and control the rhetoric of the United States of America. That's not everyone. Speak up and stop allowing it. Yeah. You ain't about to do that on my flight, child. Because when I go home for Christmas, I wish somebody would. Turn up. Oh. Anyways, 
in the same in the same vein, there was a racist white woman in Michaels. Y'all know Michaels, the little craft store. <laughs> the little craft store. It's not surprising though. It's like, not. Oh, I was actually shocked. It happened, in, it happened in the middle of Chicago. I mean, I don't know if I would be surprised if it was a uh, no Michaels. No, oh at the craft store. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Do you know who shops at Michaels? My mother shops at Michaels. Yeah, and I'm sure, and, and, and my grandmother shops there as well. <laughs> and everyone else is white house women. I can't. That's what they are. Husbands. Well, this woman went into a Chicago Michaels and was, I don't know what she was in there to buy, but clearly she was upset about whatever was going down. The women behind the counter, the clerks at Michaels, asked her if she wanted a bag because I guess the bag maybe is like 10 cents or something like that. You know how some states do that. And she lost it. Started popping off, calling them all kinds of, called them animals. Now, it's two black women that work there. Called them animals, said, how dare you? Who do you think you are charging me for a bag and doing a na na And I'm, I, I voted for Trump. How, how do we go from asking for a plastic bag <laughs> to you voting for Trump? And, you know, the, the women, the clerk just kind of stood there like, okay, well, you voted for Trump. What does that have to do with anything? Um. Yeah. Anyway, Michaels has not put out a statement. Oh, they so, haven't. No, not as of today. Wow. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Wow. I mean, I just feel like it, it, it's it's just like that shirt that that's going viral. Like, don't let your president get your ass for it. Like, don't don't do it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump actually tweets something supporting <laughs> that for Michaels and 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 their stock is gonna go up. Like, come on. We gotta move on. I can't with Michael. <laughs> All right, guys. We've talked about everything and anything that has happened this last week or so. Thank you so much for being here, James and Christian. Yay! <laughs> Stay tuned for YBF's Fooling Wing of the Week and YBF's BF of the Week. YBF Fooly Wang of the Week goes to the up-and-coming rapper Young M.A. If you don't know who she is, join the club. But I'll explain. <laughs> she is an out lesbian rapper, and she talks about this often. She's from Brooklyn, and she has that song, Ooh. She also goes by the name of Henny Hose. Oh. That's, that's what we're doing now. This is, this is where we're at, guys. This is where we're at. Hmm. I understand that everybody's confused, but this is where we're at in hip-hop. So, Young M.A., which also looks like Young Ma, and I literally thought it was Young Ma for <laughs> mm, several months now. Yeah. Apparently, she's gotten too big for her britches, if you ask me. She just came out, like, yesterday. I mean, it really has not been that long. And yes, her song is moving up the charts. Yes, her song is doing the most. Um, Yes, she's making, you know, she's doing performances everywhere because of that one song. And she has been rapping since she was about 16, 17 years old. Well, it says actually she's been rapping since she was nine. But she started actually doing things publicly um, just a few years ago. And more above ground a few years ago. So fast forward to this past weekend when she was supposed to be in new Orleans, Louisiana during Bayou classic. Mm -hmm. 
So she was paid $33,000 by a promoter named Winston. Winston gave her thirty three k to come through to the club and perform. Apparently, she went MIA. No one knows where she was. She didn't say anything. It's just she just ran off on the plug with the thirty three thousand. Obviously, y'all know Winston won his damn money. So he took to Instagram and started going in, blasting her for filth, flashing his gun, talking about he got some for it. Like it was just a lot. It was a whole lot. They actually yanked down a few of his videos. Oof. Um, it was like a scene out of janky promoters. It really was. He's a promoter. He's demanded his money from the talent. The talent is like, I ain't saying nothing and I ain't see nothing and whatever. And then he becomes some gangster guy that is not really professional, but he wants his money. So he does what he has to do. My thing is, if you don't want to perform, don't take the money. And if you didn't feel like the club was packed enough, which Winston claims that that was her reason, reasoning, then don't get out the car and don't take the money. I don't understand why you decided to take the money and run off like nobody was going to find you. Like we don't see your two braids everywhere. I'm sorry, four braids. Like we don't see your four braids in your hat and your polo shirt that you wear everywhere. Like we're not going to see that in the streets. Girl, they're going to find you. By the way, she also, just a few weeks ago, she kicked some girl out of her out of her show because the girl refused to put up her phone to record Young M.A. Young M.A. is like, everybody put up your phone. Put them up now. Put them up now. I want y'all to record me because, you know, we're in that we're in that age right now. That, that day of that day of this day and age. That's what we're doing right now. Heaven forbid the girl wanted to just watch the dog on show. No. Young and May said, get her out of here. She doesn't have a phone. If it ain't no iPhone, don't put it up. She ain't had no phone. Maybe she had the phone. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. But she got kicked out of her shoulder. She paid her money to see. Somebody's getting too big for their britches. I barely know how to pronounce her name. I mean, she was talking a lot of trash about being offered Empire. She claimed that she was she offered claimed. the role of the role of Frida Gats on right. Empire. The one that, what's her name? Breezy? Breezy. Breezy. Yeah. The one that Breezy has now. Yeah. She says, no, no, thank you. I'd rather make my own independent career. Girl. Whatever. I think that it's a, I think she's a one hit wonder, but we'll see what happens. Good luck with that, young M.A. Tosses hair. Tosses hair. YBSBF of the week goes to our new fave best friend, Yvonne. Yvonne plays Molly on Insecure, and I'm obsessed with her. Not only does she look like our former fave, Joe Marie Jones from Girlfriends, but she acts like her too on the show. She's gorgeous. She's hilarious. She's also a 32-year-old virgin. Who knew? Really? In real life. Oh. Yeah, we talked about it on the site. And she plays like the most sexually free character. That's how you know you're acting. When you're a virgin, but you get it in all the time and getting it in very well on the show. I think she's getting a little too well to be a virgin. Stop. She says she's a virgin. So I love her because what she did was she heard everybody saying, oh, my God, you remind us so much of Tony Childs from Girlfriends. And she heard everyone saying that. So what did she do? She went to go find Joe Marie Jones. They linked up and put their link up on Instagram. How cute. They were pouring drinks. They were taking pictures. They were cutting up. They did like a little mini movie. Hilarious. I think that only somebody who understands somebody's love for girlfriends would do something like that and understand how much we love her for doing it. So shout out to her and Jill Marie Jones. 
for making all of our girlfriend fan dreams come true. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. That's another week of our YBF podcast. Tune in for next week. Tune in. Stay with a paper trail. Stay with a hundred mil. Big house in the hills. Ice cubes on my neck. Stay with the money. Yeah. In the back. Counter stacks. New bands. I'm buying that. All I see.